Fort Worth. A co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Welcome to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio, keeping you connected to your faith and your world. Teresa tackles the issues of faith and culture, the pro-life message, and media awareness. And now, here's Teresa Tamio. Happy Friday morning to you, Friday, July 8th, 2020. Good to be with you every day here on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Lots to talk about this morning. Looking forward to catching up with Doug Keck, our President and Chief Operating Officer of EWTN, always filling us in on great programs so you can jot it down on your schedule or make sure you set uh, your recording devices. I said VCR a few weeks ago when I was on with Doug. That shows you how old we are. Actually, it's DVR, but there's also on-demand viewing as well, so you can watch anytime you like. At the bottom of the hour, Fact Check Friday. Have you noticed how, once again, the pro-abortion politicians in the abortion industry speaking out of both sides of their mouth. On the one hand, they claim that we don't do anything for women. On the other hand, there is a concerted effort to misinform, to lie, and to attack, literally, pregnancy resource centers and those resources that are there for women, helping them make a difference in terms of trying to decide what's right for them and being there if they decide, please God, to keep their child or place that baby up for adoption. So I'm going to talk about some of the efforts in the news where we can see how the media are twisting, suppressing, and not offering the big story when it comes to pregnancy resource centers, which ties directly into our wrap-up interview for this morning at 39 minutes past the hour with Janet Morana, the host of Defending Life on EWTN, my co-host on The Catholic View for Women, and also, of course, the Executive Director of Priest for Life and the co-founder of the South No More Awareness Campaign. National Review has a very interesting story about Elizabeth Warren, her war on pregnancy resource centers. Here's a quote that my producer, Andrew, pulled from that article. With Roe gone, it's more important than ever to crack down on so-called crisis pregnancy centers that mislead and deceive patients seeking abortion care. It's always just the opposite. It's always projection. That line is such an example of projection. They're the ones who mislead. They're the ones who deceive. I just did an interview in the first hour of my program this morning with the uh, program and service director of a beautiful pregnancy resource center in southeastern Michigan, the Lennon Center, that was vandalized last month. And what they do, I, we're going to actually pull a clip from that interview. What they do for women, even women who may be abortion-minded, they're not forcing anybody. Marianne Bolton told me, look, there are women who leave who are still abortion-minded. But what do I do? I tell them, look, we're here for you if you have questions. And if you need to talk to somebody who decide to go down that road, we're here for you as well. They're not holding a gun to anyone's head, forcing them into birth forced childbirth. It's ridiculous. And what do we have in the abortion industry? Just read Abby Johnson's book, Unplanned, or watch the film, Unplanned. They had quotas that they had to meet for the number of abortions. And if Planned Parenthood and these abortion centers are all about reproductive health care, why are they shutting down left and right? Planned Parenthood is always, always been working with their PR agency in Madison Avenue and getting the word out about, oh, well, we are a full-service health care agency. Abortion is just a very small part of of our business. Then why are you shutting your doors? If you have so many things that you offer, I would think if you really care about women and their health, you'd stay open. 
Let them know that we can't do abortions right now because it's illegal. Cases are pending, but hey, we've got this, we've got that. We'll serve you in other ways. No, because the main, main thing for all of these places is abortion. It's a bottom line. And it's always about projection. What they're guilty of doing, they put it on us. So anyway, Warren goes on. She says, with Roe gone, it's more important than ever to crack down on so-called crisis pregnancy centers that mislead and deceive patients seeking abortion care. She is promoting her bill. We need to crack down on these deceptive practices. God forbid women should have information about what's happening in their bodies when they go for an abortion. These centers use people to prevent women from getting abortion care. Unbelievable. Janet will have a lot to say about this, and we'll also give you some great information on how you can counter it. And don't assume, do not assume, we'll also talk about this with Janet and in my uh, Fact Check Friday, that most pro-lifers, even if people believe in our pro-life teachings, know about the resources. I received a very nice email from one of our listeners in Ohio who was very honest with me, and I really appreciated him being honest. He says he and his wife are pro-life, but mainly in beliefs and not action, and they were wondering even though they listen to the show, or he listens at least part of the day every day, he said they're wondering what's out there for women in terms of resources, women who say were thinking about an abortion but decided against it because abortion is now not available in their state because of Roe v. Wade being overturned. He was saying, well, you know, this is really a moment for us, and we should be there. And the inference, and he wasn't being mean, he just didn't know. The inference in the email is that He's totally very, very unaware of what's available. He's heard of pregnancy resource centers but really couldn't describe it when his wife asked him about them, what they do. And this is someone who listens to us and who believes what the church teaches but hasn't acted on it. I really appreciated his honesty and his directness, and so I wrote him back a long, detailed email that I shared with my local listeners about all the resources that are available that are available, and that I believe God was putting the questions on his heart and his wife's heart because they needed to get involved. And he's in the state of Ohio, which is a great pro-life state. They have so much going on there in terms of pro-life activities and resources. So don't assume that the person sitting to you next, next to you in the pew, or even someone that, that votes pro-life, and who believes what the church teaches is all in in terms of understanding what's available. That's just not the case because there has been a war on information by the media working directly in conjunction with, and I know because I lived it for 20 years and I've written about it extensively in terms of the bias and the misinformation and the lies, there is a concerted effort to misrepresent, to lie, to misinform, and to deny the existence of these incredible resources. And at the same time, though, try to shut pregnancy resource centers down. So much to discuss this morning, and we will do just that. Oh, I also want to make sure you know, speaking of great Catholic programming on EWTN, the Catholic View for Women comes up on Sunday nights and Monday mornings. And this weekend, we are going to be talking to Dawn Eden Goldstein about redeeming your past and freeing yourself from painful memories. For more information on how to view the Catholic View for Women, go to thecatholicviewforwomen.com. And you can also check my Facebook page. If 11.30 Eastern is too late for you or 5.30 a.m. in the morning, lots of folks are just watching things on demand now because they're very busy and they have a full life, which is fine. But we want to make sure you have access to all our great programming. Everything is offered there on demand. And again, catholicviewforwomen.com or also, of course, on the EWTN homepage for more information, EWTN.com. 
Alrighty then, it is time to uh, check the news. It is a very, very busy Friday morning. Let's get to it right now. It is eight minutes past the hour, and you are listening to the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Well, two weeks after the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, Joe Biden is planning this morning to sign an executive order, and that's according to sources with the Associated Press. The White House saying that he will speak on protecting access to reproductive health care services. He's expected to outline actions to attempt to mitigate some potential penalties women seeking abortion may face after the ruling, but he says are limited in their ability to safeguard access to abortion nationwide. Florida Senator Marco Rubio urging this week the Biden administration clarify that it will not pay for federal employees sick leave while traveling for an abortion. In a July 5th letter, as Catholic News Agency explains to the director of the Office of Personnel Management, the senator demanding the agency clarify again that the federal government will not provide sick leave for travel related to abortion services. The Republican expressing his concern that providing the sick leave for employees could violate the Hyde Amendment. That's a legislative provision that bars federal funding of abortion with exceptions in cases of rape, incest, or to save the life of the mother. Police in Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin, are looking for whomever spray-painted women are greater than fetuses on the steps of three local churches. Investigators say vandals hit St. Charles Catholic Church, Holy Ghost Parish, and Notre Dame Catholic Church. And a fourth church was vandalized just outside the city as well. Police say they are looking at a person of interest in the case, but they don't have anyone in custody as of yet. Breaking news out of the Far East, Japanese media reporting the former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe is now dead. Speaking at the G20 summit in Bali, the U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken calling his assassination shocking and profoundly disturbing. Such a strong personal loss for so many people. For the United States, Dr. Uh, Abe was an extraordinary partner. He was shot while appearing at a campaign event in Japan today. Police took a man into custody who told him he aimed to kill the former leader. The man reportedly used a homemade gun in the attack. The family of a young boy wounded in that 4th of July mass shooting at a parade in Illinois is fearful about his fate. He's, um, he's currently sedated and on a ventilator. And we're really hoping um, that that will end soon. He is classified as in critical but stable condition at this point. Eight-year-old Cooper Roberts shot in the chest, leaving him with a severed spinal cord. Family spokesperson Anthony Loizzi saying they're very scared that he may never walk again. The boy was at Monday's parade in Highland Park, north of Chicago, with his parents and twin brother when a gunman opened fire from a rooftop, killing seven people. Detroit Police Chief James White says enough is enough with gun violence after the shooting death of an officer. The officer's name, Lauren Quartz. It's just heart-wrenching for all the men and women of the department. Um, very dark day for our department. White called the tragedy unspeakable and says 19-year-old Imani Davis ambushed Quartz and his partner. The partner returned fire, killing Davis on Wednesday night. White says penalties need to be in place for gun violence. Two top officials from the Federal Reserve are in support of another big interest rate hike this month. Fed Governor Christopher Waller said he's in favor of a three-quarters of a percentage point increase. St. Louis Fed President James Ballard said the same thing. The Fed raising rates by 75 basis points last month in a bid to fight soaring inflation. And when a Texas police officer catches an illegal immigrant, they're now allowed to transport that person back to the border. Governor Greg Abbott issuing an executive order that changes the rules for both state troopers and the Texas National Guard. In a statement, he says the move is meant to curb cartel smuggling. 
Just over one in three Americans, as Lisa Taylor explains, are confident in the government as a significant decline over the past five years. It also says the House January 6th committee hasn't changed many minds about the Capitol riot as few Republicans are following the hearings. 36% of Americans describe the system of government as basically sound. That's down from 55% in 2020 and then 44% in 2021, just after the riot. Former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin being sentenced to just over 20 years in prison on federal charges. He was sentenced in 2021 to over 22 years on state charges of second-degree unintentional murder after he kneeled on George Floyd's neck for more than nine minutes. He pleaded guilty last year to a federal charge of violating Floyd's civil rights. The sentences will be served concurrently. Brad Ford tells us a major earthquake on the Seattle Fault could cause a tsunami exceeding 20 feet along the shoreline of the greater Seattle area. The Washington Department of Natural Resources released a new study that shows while an earthquake strong enough to cause a tsunami would be rare, it is important to prepare for it. The wave would arrive on shore in about three minutes, giving people little time to react. While the effect of the wave would be greatest near the fault, shoreline flooding and increased currents could be felt across the Salish Sea from Blaine to Olympia. It's been 1,100 years since a quake that strong has hit the Seattle Fault. The family of a Los Angeles police officer who died during training now looking for more answers. An attorney for the family of 32-year-old Houston Tipping claims police chief Michael Moore is not being truthful about what happened. Tipping died three days after suffering a spinal cord injury during a training exercise at the police academy back in May. And the Godfather director, as Nika Magayas tells us, is remembering actor James Caan. In a statement to Deadline, Francis Ford Coppola paying tribute to the star. Coppola said, Jimmy was someone who stretched through my life longer and closer than any motion picture figure I've ever known. He will always be my old friend from Sunnyside, my collaborator, and one of the funniest people I've ever known. Khan is best known for his roles in classic films like Misery, Elf, and of course, as Sonny Corleone in 1972's The Godfather. What are you going to do? Nice college boy, huh? They want to get mixed up in the family business? Now you want to gun down a police captain because he slapped you in the face a little bit? Khan was nominated for an Oscar for his performance in The Godfather. The actor's family posted on his Twitter that he died Wednesday evening. He was 82. And finally, a new segment at 14 minutes past the hour. This sounds like something out of a kind of a creepy science fiction movie. Florida is once again facing a threat from the giant African land snail, which has been detected in Pasco County. State Agriculture Commissioner Nikki Fried says this is a highly invasive agricultural pest. They are the one of the most damaging snails in the world and consume at least 500 different types of plants, making them a clear threat to our agricultural and natural areas. So far, about a 1,000 of the snails have been detected. The largest one said to be almost five inches long. Eradication won't be considered complete until two years after the last live one is detected. In the meantime, she says, because they carry a parasite that can cause meningitis, do not touch it, and most definitely, don't eat it. 15 minutes past the hour. It's a Friday morning, July 8th. Hope you're having a great Friday and enjoying the summer. And always great to catch up with Doug Keck, our Chief Operating Officer and President of the Network. He's up next with our Inside Word, giving you the scoop on all the wonderful programming that you definitely do not want to miss right here on EWTN. Stay tuned. We'll be right back on a Friday. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 
4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile. Everyday living. Effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. People ask how they can care for older family members who can't fully care for themselves. One answer is Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Visiting Angels assists adults nationwide with 600 locations to continue living at home and not have to move into a nursing home. Their caregivers provide assistance in hygiene, meals, and light housework. Services are provided up to 24 hours per day, and you can select your caregiver before service begins. More information, including franchise opportunities, is on the web at visitingangels.com. The Wisdom of Mother Angelica. I told him about the woman who came to me and said her two children hadn't spoken to each other for two years. Their grandma died, and she was very wealthy. She left half to each one. She said they're arguing over a commode. She said it's inlaid. Can you imagine being in hell? And somebody saying to you, what are you here for? EWTN. Live Truth. Live Catholic. Do you own popular index mutual funds or ETFs? If so, you're automatically owned shares of companies that conflict with your moral beliefs. Ave Maria mutual funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors can invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual funds. The experienced professional portfolio managers make decisions based on investment fundamentals and pro-life values. You can learn more about Ave Maria mutual funds today at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. back 17 minutes past hour it was great to catch up with doug heck our president and chief operating officer happy summer to you my friend happy belated july 4th good to talk to you again absolutely i don't think it's possible to catch up with you you're always on the move <laughs> well you know you can't hit a moving target isn't that the old <laughs> there you go right <laughs> gotta keep right. moving around no I, I love to travel but it but the, the great thing is is that you and i were talking during the break with the internet you can literally go you know be on the air anytime right. any place which is thanks be to god for that so and it's nice because I can stay in touch with what we're doing. But what's coming up uh, in the month of July for our viewers and listeners? Well, we're excited about a couple of programs. In fact, today we've got a They Might Be Saints episode on Rhoda Wise. And if people don't know who Rhoda Wise is, they should because she was an important part of Mother Angelica's uh, youth and why Mother Angelica oh, yeah. became the person she became. Huh. And so check that out. Uh, it's encoring today at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. They might be saints, Rhoda Wise. And we also have uh, a program on the life of Father Solanus Casey uh, coming up as well today at 5.30 p.m. right after that. So check that out. Tomorrow, St. Benedict of Nursia. Uh, maybe you were there uh, mm-hmm. over the weekend. Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Not over the weekend, but a few years ago. It's a beautiful okay. town, by the way. <laughs> uh, July, that's coming up uh, tomorrow at 2 p.m. And his feast day is on the 11th. And another program we have uh, on the Focolari movie, Kiara Lubick, Love Conquers All, uh, a really uh, excellent program on her life uh, that's coming up Saturday night at 8 p.m. It's, it's done like a dramatization movie. And then on Sunday, Church in the Poor, To Live is Christ with Father Richard Holung. Wonderful program. We've already got some great feedback on it. Of course, as you were mentioning yourself, you can go to EW10.com for all the information. And our on-demand page on our YouTube channel uh, features most of the programming that we have available 
uh, when we were putting it out there. Sometimes we even put the programs up there before they actually get on the air. So mm -hmm. uh, as far as the network, so people should check that out. It's something you can access on your computer and your TV through the app uh, and on your phone. So anywhere, as you said, or your iPad, anywhere you go, anywhere in the world you go, you can also take EW10 with you. If you're not have, traveling with Teresa Tanya, maybe, <laughs> and if you're doing that, you can still bring EWTN with you. So. Absolutely, because I'm always talking about it with my pilgrims to make sure that they that they watch, and we always uh, try to, to at least let people know what we're doing. Do you find, in terms of the research that, that EWTN has done, that more people are using these different platforms, or, or is it still really just turning on the television at the actual real time? No, I think? Think, I think it's like almost all these things, uh, you know... Uh, I think it spreads out the audience and expands it simultaneously. So you'll find your traditional viewers, of course, because of the nature of what we do, we have a fair amount of traditional viewers uh, who are used to, uh, you know, watching on uh, linear uh, on the television. But they're getting more used to, uh, you know, Roku and those kind of things mm -hmm. on demand that way. And so, uh, you know, getting them used to using our app as well, which you can get through Roku, just like, you know, you can put on Netflix or anything. You can put EW10 on and watch it the same way. Uh, so uh, that's exciting. And at the same time, uh, we are reaching other people, younger audience on the web. Uh, we can tell that. Uh, where you'll be talking probably 55, you know, uh, on TV, maybe you might be talking in the 40s on the web, even a little younger in certain places, depending on what they're looking at or, or checking out. Uh, so, uh, you know, that's the idea of being everywhere, uh, right. to be able to capture and be accessible. And the other thing we're really doing, Teresa, to uh, take on your point, we're starting to produce, uh, not only we're doing two things. First, we're, we're cutting up uh, existing program the short form snippets. Okay. Yeah. And, sound. and we're also creating programs specifically for that. So one was an example of the Catholic Blitz with uh, Father Trujillo, and uh, where he's got one minute to answer the question. Okay, and we do it like that in kind of a fun way. But it's it's something that tells you it's going to be a minute. There's another uh, series of spots we're working on that are again going to be naval in uh, uh, basically uh, you know a pro life minute. So when people go especially on the web or on YouTube and stuff, and they see something's only going to take a minute or two or three minutes, we're finding, uh, I think, traditionally uh, all the surveys are showing that's what people will click on. If it's too long, especially in, the, in an app format, people won't watch it. Right. I think that is helpful. I mean, we want people to watch the programs themselves, the extended ones. Uh, we talked about all the great mm -hmm. programs regarding the saints and, for example, the, the program on Rota Wise and uh, Connection to Mother Angelica. But these are great little snippets and great little educational right. tools to be able to summarize. And I think it's good for us to watch things like this because then we can learn how to quickly explain something to someone. Exactly. Uh, you know, I'm going to be working on something with the 30-second answers to uh, Catholic uh, pro-abortion pro questions, those kinds of things. Uh, we've got the ones Chris Stefanik has been doing where he's taking on, uh, which Chris takes, uh, again, the kind of thing where at least you can give somebody a headline. You know, because sometimes they read the news, they read the headline. If you can get somebody with or the, the headline. Or the tweet, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So at least maybe it plants a seed to say, well, wait a second. I, what does that say? They, the Catholic Church is right about this? Uh, wait a second. That's not what I thought. Um, maybe I should uh, watch this whole thing. Or maybe, like you just suggested, I should go and watch the program this is based on. Or, 
you know, uh, where it points me to something else or I can start to watch more. As we know, uh, many times people, uh, you know, it's a gateway into watching one particular program and people tell us later, you know, I started listening to Teresa Tamio's radio show and now I listen to Al's and then I listen to this. Then I started to watch The Mass and then I realized, oh, the Rosary White went to Father Mitch's show and now it's on my house all the time it's like mm -hmm. the background right in my house like catholic radio can be for people in their car and in their house and ewtn can be virtually a, a you know a, a a visual wallpaper that people just have there because it brings a peace uh i think that 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 that, that knocks out some of the, the craziness the noise that's out there we're being inundated with all the time yeah you have to have that because i was telling you one of the reasons i, I love the travel so much is because the, the 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 frenetic pace that we live in this country even after covid even though a lot of things have slowed down because of a lack of of help and employees but still this whole american idea of work 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 crazy 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 news 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 social media social media but to have that peace in the background and when you have on EWTM, what you're hearing is the rosary. What you're hearing is a prayer. What you're hearing is right. an interview about, and it's just a whole different level. It's a whole different pace. It slows you down and it helps you concentrate on, as Al always says, the things that matter most. Absolutely, and it's a great way uh, to evangelize by mm -hmm. getting somebody to listen because a lot of people are out there uh, with the stereotypes. Uh, of uh, our positions on this, or what the what the sh you know, it's just this, or it's just that, or they're haranguing people. I don't know where they're listening to this haranguing going on, uh, you know, kind of thing that we hear on and off. Or why are you bringing this up? Well, it's the truth. I'm sorry. Whether you're, you know, you may not want to hear the truth. I guess that's up to you. But uh, our goal is to have the truth as expressed by the Catholic Church. Uh, that's the mission of EWTN, and that's what the mission will be, whether, as Mother would say, one person's being saved or the whole right. world's being saved. We still have to uh, go out there and proclaim the good news. I remember, never forget her saying that if only one person was saved because of EWTN, all of her suffering and sacrifice would have been worth it. Doug, thanks. Have a great weekend. Absolutely. It's going to be a beautiful weekend, Me and we'll too. talk next week. Doug Keck, our President and Chief Operating Officer, giving us the inside scoop of what's coming up. So much great material. Check it all out. Overview, EWTN.com. Fact Check Friday, up next. Stay tuned. At first, it was a relief. After it was over, I felt things would be better. It was like this burden was lifted. Then it happened. I had this unbelievable sadness. I just started crying. I regret what I have done. Are you suffering because of a past abortion? If you are, you may feel alone, but you're not. There are people who understand and can help. Call 214 544-CARE or go to racheldallas.org I was so alone. I missed my child. Now it's been years. Years of this. Don't suffer alone. Call 214-544-CARE or go to racheldallas.org 
Did you know that every Saturday afternoon during the 3 p.m. hour, we feature two KATH 9:10 a.m. interviews of the week, highlighting guests from the Dallas and Fort Worth diocese who share valuable information about Catholic news and events from right here in North Texas? We interview local priests, religious, educators, heads of local apostolates, authors, among others. If it's local and Catholic, it's on the KATH 9:10 a.m. interview of the week, heard each Saturday beginning at 3:10 p.m. after the Divine Mercy Chaplet, right here on 9:10 a.m. Para Car Care is a proud sponsor of KATH 910 AM. Here at Para Car Care, we are devoted to automotive maintenance and repairs for today's family on the go. Are you looking for that personal touch? Someone who will listen to your problem and give you options that are manageable for you? We now have two locations to serve you. For the Euless area, 817-685-2222. And for the North Richland Hills area, 817-281-1388. We're on the web at paracarcare.com. Thank you and drive safely. Welcome back, Catholic Connection Fact Check Friday, 28 minutes past the hour. Hope you're having a beautiful Friday morning. Forgot to mention the weather. We're going to have some heat waves across the country, so keep that in mind, especially in the south and southeast. And that is going to result in some thunderstorms across the country. So be safe. Get out there and enjoy the weather. Take us with you. But especially be cognizant of the elderly if they're living alone to make sure that they're comfortable. They have uh, air conditioning or fans or plenty of water and check in on them if you uh, would. Really, really important. Okay, so Fact Check Friday today. I want to talk about the lack of fact and information uh, that the media and the pro-aborts have or are willing to share about the reality of the situation with pregnancy resource centers. Unfortunately, due to their massive media campaign, and I mean a campaign, and I know they work in cahoots with these organizations because I saw it happen with my own eyes and heard it with my own ears when I was in the secular media for 20 years. Uh, they are in direct contact regularly with Planned Parenthood and other pro-abortion supporters, including strong pro-abortion politicians, and they are basically just assuming that abortion is wonderful and that Planned Parenthood is the be-all and end-all for women, and they won't even bother scratching the service and investigating because if they did, of course, then Planned Parenthood and the left would go after them and they don't want to deal with it, and also for a number of other reasons that we don't have time to get into this morning. But Suffice it to say, the media have been a big, big part of the problem, not putting the facts out there regarding the pregnancy resource centers. And and what we're seeing, as I mentioned at the top of the hour, is a concerted effort now to really paint pregnancy resource centers not only in a negative light, but to work hard to shut them down. And if we can't do it just out of the fear factor, they're going to try and physically do it, which we're seeing now with these groups Jane's Revenge. So this morning in the first hour of my program, I interviewed the uh, program director for a wonderful pregnancy resource center, one of the oldest in the Detroit area, the Lennon Center in Dearborn Heights, Michigan, which is a suburb just outside Detroit. And I had several calls on my voicemail when I got back home from vacation and pilgrimage uh, on Saturday night, a week ago yesterday, uh, tomorrow, uh, reminding me of this. And then my husband is a friend with the husband of um, the this director that I spoke with this morning, Marianne Bolton, and emailed Dom when we were on vacation, letting him know what happened and hoping to come on um, the local Isle of Catholic Connection, which Marianne did this morning. So this beautiful center, which offers so much for women, despite what the media and these uh, pro-abortion politicians such as Elizabeth Warren, Nancy Pelosi, and others claim, they were attacked, and they had windows smashed, they had graffiti, they suffered tens of thousands of dollars of damages. All the windows are boarded up now, but their services continue. 
Scripture tells us my people perish for lack of knowledge. And that is very true. That's in Hosea 4.6 in the Old Testament. The knowledge that people have not been given because of a concerted effort by the culture, by the media, again, by these pro-abortion groups working together is just really shocking and shameful. The pro-life movement has been for decades accused of only caring about the baby or trying to force women into forced motherhood. I want you to listen to this response from Marianne Bolton from the Lennon Center in southeastern Michigan, a wonderful and very old and successful pregnancy resource center. What they do, and keep in mind, this is information also that doesn't get out there. Planned Parenthood gets half a billion dollars from our government every year. And did you notice, isn't it interesting that Planned Parenthoods across the country are shutting down after Roe v. Wade was overturned by the Supreme Court? Hmm. Haven't we heard consistently ad nauseum that Planned Parenthood is such a wonderful full-service organization? Abortion is just a small part of their business. We care all about women and their reproductive health. So why are you shutting down? You shut down this area of abortion, but you continue to offer all the wonderful things that you say and have said for decades that you offer. But they don't offer it. Read Abby Johnson's book. As a former Planned Parenthood director in Texas, they had quotas of how many abortions they had to get done per day. It wasn't about services. It was about money. And in turn, the money that Planned Parenthood makes, a lot of that money goes to the pro-abortion politicians. Follow the money. That's one of the first things you learn in journalism and consider the source. Okay, so the world wants us to think that the pro-life movement does little or nothing for women and families in need. This is one pregnancy resource center among thousands, and every single resource center out there does all of this, and in many cases, even more. Take a listen. For our center, for example, we don't just do pregnancy tests and ultrasounds. We do a great job with all of that. We do, we do ultrasounds up to 22 weeks. We counsel women. We have developed a program where we stay with these women until their kids are ready to go to school. We have items of material assistance up to 5T. We have women who come in and they just need um, to get community resources. So we have literature for them to, like, where can I get a food bank? Where can I get this? You know, how can I get mental health assistance for myself or my children? We do classes on healthy and unhealthy relationships. I go into the community and I teach sexual integrity into high schools. Uh, We have a wonderful pre- and postpartum project, which we developed about a year and a half ago, where any woman that comes in for an ultrasound, she gets callbacks for up to a year to make sure that she's doing well mentally and that she has good care. And even if she has chosen abortion, we still call her back, say, hey, you know, do you need someone to talk to? Abortion is a traumatic act. And we know that many women do it, because, not because they want to, but they feel they don't have any other choice. Did you listen to the list of resources and the help that just one center in southeastern Michigan in my hometown area is providing? And there are thousands of these centers that are under the radar. Their information, their great work has been suppressed, has been denied, has been twisted. And that's why we're being attacked. Because knowledge is power. Our people suffer because of lack of knowledge. And don't think for a minute that everyone who is pro-life, even if they follow the church teachings or vote pro-life, that they're aware of what goes on and what's available. 
I was mentioning at the top of the hour, there's a wonderful listener from Ohio who wrote me earlier this week wondering what the church is going to be doing for all these women who now may decide to have their child as opposed to having an abortion. He said, this could be our shining moment. And I'm thinking, what? We have been there. The church has been there. These pregnancy resource centers have been there. So I encourage you, don't assume that people know there has been a campaign going on for decades in our culture, in the media, with politicians, over and over and over again, painting the pro-life movement as a movement that really doesn't care and only wants to populate the earth with as many, with as many human beings as possible. Do your homework. Get familiar. I wrote a detailed email back to this listener, and he was so appreciative. He wrote me back and said, I really have to look at this, and I really have to study it. Thank you. And he's in the great state of Ohio, the Buckeye State of Ohio, that has so many wonderful pro-life resources. I said, go to Ohio Right to Life. Start there. Go to your diocese. The USCCB has sections and sections on pro-life resources. EWTN, so many different resources out there. And I put together a list on my website at TeresaTamio.com under resources. It's simply TeresaTamio.com slash resources. Pregnancy support, if you need help, here's where to find it. And the list is very long, but overall it's a short summary of what's out there. The other side is scared. That's why they want to shut down these resource centers. That's why they want to make them look like they're bad people who don't care about the women. It's just the opposite. I'm no Dr. Ray Garendi or Dr. Greg Popcheck, but it's a clear case of projection. Don't fall for it. Educate yourself and help these amazing resource centers. We'll be right back. Are you struggling financially and need help? Catholic Charities of Dallas helps individuals achieve stability and self-sufficiency through financial literacy, employment services, education, food programs, immigration legal services, refugee resettlement, disaster services, and permanent supportive housing. For more information, call 866-CCD-7500. Are you a small company needing IT help? Is your computer running slow? Do you need help securing your network? Do you want the peace of mind knowing your computers are running optimally and securely? I'm Charles Gura, a parishioner at St. Catherine of Siena Parish in Kelton and a sponsor of KATH 910 AM. We can be reached at 214-702-6996 or online at pro-multis.com, P-R-O-M-U-L-T-I-S.com. We use our talents to help with your technology so you can use your talents to run your business. All married couples in the Diocese of Dallas who are celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary in 2022 are invited to the Golden Anniversary Mass. The Golden Anniversary Mass takes place on Saturday, August 27th at 10 a.m. at the Cathedral Shrine of the Virgin of Guadalupe. The couples and guests are quarterly invited to join the diocese for a reception in the Grand Salon immediately following the Mass. The event is sponsored by the Diocese of Dallas Office of Worship and Evangelization Catechesis and Family Life. 
The Guadalupe Radio Network thanks Little Elm Eye Care for their support of local Catholic radio. Little Elm Eye Care is owned by Drs. Bert and Leslie Bubella, parishioners of St. Francis of Assisi Parish in Frisco. They specialize in family vision care, comprehensive eye exams, contact lenses, and the treatment of eye diseases and injuries. Little Elm Eye Care is located at 1200 East El Dorado Parkway, Suite 100, across from the Little Elm Athletic Complex. They can be reached by calling 972-2920-900 or on the web at littleelmeyecare.com. Welcome back, Catholic Connection, wrapping up a Friday, 39 minutes past the hour. You're listening to the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Janet Moreno, well known to our viewers and listeners. She is a host of Defending Life on EWTN, the co-host of The Catholic View with yours truly. She's also the co-founder of the Silent No More Awareness Campaign and executive director of Priest for Life. So, Janet, our Catholic president is signing an executive order this morning regarding, quote-unquote, reproductive health care. What do we know about it so far? Well, from what I've heard of the early announcements, first of all, he's uh, directing the Department of HHH, you know, HHS, I meant, uh, to expand any way they can chemical abortion, you know, get it out there for women. They have to have access for abortion. You know, he's almost telling them, even in states where they're banning abortion, you know, you could, you could get it there. You know, do what you got to do. I mean, it's, it's disgusting. And then the, the worst part of the whole thing is, He's assembling pro bono lawyers, and what he's telling doctors, this is so, he's telling them to break the law. He's basically saying, if you're practicing medicine in a state where they have, you know, banned abortion, um, we have these lawyers who will defend you. In other words, what's, what's that read between the lines? What's he saying? Well, you could, you know, on the sneaks, go ahead, you know, you can do an abortion. Don't worry. If you get caught, we'll defend you. Is that not despicable? That's the President of the United States who took an oath of office to defend the Constitution and the laws of this country. He's basically getting this uh, group of lawyers together pro bono to defend abortion doctors. Now, what's that? Giving them a wink to go ahead and break the law? We're turning our back. We're not going to look? I mean, seriously, this is despicable. Really despicable, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. I, I, just, I just don't even know, <laughs> know what to say. I mean, I, yeah, well, you know what it is? Just when you think you've heard it all, he, he just does something else. You know what I mean? It's like he's the most radical pro-abortion president. He's for abortion till birth. And, you know, God, God bless Archbishop Corleone, uh, who took a stand with him. But, unfortunately, not all the bishops and cardinals in the United States are, are, are backing Corleone. In fact, uh, Bishop of, the Cardinal of Washington, D.C. gave him communion recently. So, I mean... You know, after the Archbishop made that, that announcement. So anyway, I'm just like, oh, my goodness. But you know what it comes down to, Teresa, basically? Mm-hmm. And this whole overturning of Roe, it's basically, and the justices said it. They didn't take a position in, in the whole argument, okay? What they said was, we have now handed this issue back to the people and their elected officials. That's what they, they say. So... Basically, brothers and sisters, elections are going to matter more than ever come November from your local elections on up. You know, it's going to be very critical because the federal government can also, you know, create laws. And right now, you know, Nancy Pelosi is in charge. We've got to get her out. <laughs> we've, got to, we've got to take back the House and increase the Senate on, on the pro-life Republicans because otherwise there's no end to what they're going to do. They've already said that. They already have a bill that passed the House 
it got stopped in the Senate, thank God, that the, the Women's Equality Act, which is not equality, it should be called the Women's Access to Abortion Act. And that act, Teresa, will undo every abortion law in the, uh, in the like, every pro-life law in the, in the nation will be un, undone by that bill. So, brothers and sisters, you've got to make sure you register to vote and get out in, in droves come November because we have got to, got to take back uh, sanity. In our country, really. I mean, sanity. And, and continue to protect the unborn and their moms and dads. I mean, you know from Silent No More, Teresa, for every baby we save, we save the parents from the grief we know they're going to uh, have, right? So what can be done on our part uh, with pro-life politicians to fight this executive order? Anything? You know, I, you know, I don't know. Um, I, you know, I, I think we need some of our, our pro-life lawyers to give us some advice here because... If you read between the lines, I guess, you know, like I said, he's basically getting a group of lawyers to defend doctors if they break the law. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't know, is is that illegal for a prison to do something like that? It's like he's giving, you know, a wink. So, yeah, it's okay. You can, you don't, don't worry. If abortion is banned in, your, in the state where you're practicing, don't worry about it. You know, we're going to look the other way. I mean... So, and if the state tries to, you know, arrest you, we got all these boys. They're going to defend you. I, I just, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I mean, he didn't sign it yet, but he's going to sign it today. I guess when he wakes up and has his breakfast. Okay, Teresa, it's like quarter to ten, right? <laughs> you know, he he, he uh, gets up late and and then he stumbles into the day. So sometime today he's signing this despicable executive order. I think people like get on social media and, and start waking people up to what he's doing because um, not everyone pays attention to these executive orders. And I'm sure on the, uh, the secular media, uh, they're going to be champion, like in you know CNN, MSNBC. They'll be like congratulating uh, him for high-fiving. Well, he's been under him. so much pressure because so many uh, on the left have been strongly criticizing him for, quote-unquote, not doing enough to protect reproductive rights, demanding a plan of action after Roe v. Wade is overturned. So this isn't surprising. Right. I, I do think that, that I'm wondering how many doctors are going to want to go through the hassle, though, Janet, of, of doing abortions if they know that they have to hire an attorney and, and, and you know, jump through all these legal hoops to protect themselves. I, I wonder if this is just something that he's doing for optics. I, I, I think he is doing it for optics because why would you want to risk arrest? And like you said, go, you know, you're not going to be practicing while you're arrested and, and, and all this stuff going on. So I mean, I don't know. It, it, what it does, though, it's flying in the face of, of the law saying, you know, I'm going to do everything in my power to help women have abortions all over the country. I mean, I don't know. God forbid we should look at alternatives for women, right, and, and see what's really out there. That brings me to uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren, who is saying these, these terrible pregnancy resource centers, you know, these, these centers that lie and harm women, that they have to be shut down. Isn't it interesting they act like we don't exist, that we don't do anything? If that's the case, then why do they want to shut us down? Well, I've always said, you know, real choice. Okay, brother, this is real choice would be all the money the government sends to Planned Parenthood to kill babies. Why don't we just split it between the pregnancy centers and Planned Parenthood? That's choice, isn't it, Teresa? 50-50. Split the money. I mean, what Elizabeth Warren said publicly is despicable. Instead of them coming out and, and criticizing and, and taking a stand against the violence, you know, there's been over 40 attacks that have been documented so far on these pregnancy centers, over 40, and you hear crickets from the administration or from, from 
people like Elizabeth Warren. And, you know, pregnancy centers now are outnumbering abortion clinics more than four to one, Teresa. And so we're giving women real choice, real help. Um, I just spoke to Jarell Gossi uh, yesterday, president of Heartbeat International, and he said they're doing everything possible uh, to try and help the pregnancy centers. And he did say his little glimmer of hope. He told me that they have been in contact with Homeland Security and the Department of Justice, and they are investigating all of these um, incidences. And they said if they find out who's done them, they will arrest them. So that's at least, you know, the Department of Justice at least is responding, even if the president doesn't open his mouth. or Well, well let me play you a clip of just how bad <laughs> things are, and you know this, but I want to share it with our listeners. I was telling them in my Fact Check Friday, uh, all the services that Pregnancy Resource Center is offered, despite with the Bidens and the Pelosi's and the Warrens and the Planned Parenthoods and the CNNs and the MSNBCs and the Washington Post and the New York Times try to say, about these amazing centers, as you said, that out that, that outnumber, thanks be to God, abortion facilities four to one. We had one in our area, the wonderful Lennon Center in southeastern Michigan that was vandalized recently, and this happened in late June. And this is the uh, director of programming, and this is Marianne Bolton. Take a listen. On the morning of, really early in the morning, about 1 a.m. on June 20th, uh, a neighbor across the street burned Dearborn Heights on uh, Ann Arbor Trail, heard breaking glass looked out the window and immediately called the police and there was a group of people i would say i think they think about two or three people who were bashing in all of our uh, windows our door uh, they went um continually down to our ultrasound clinic uh, broke the windows there uh, unfortunately there's a small printing company in between that also received their damage and they spray painted on our building basically is saying that, that if abortion is not safe neither are you which happens to be kind of a trademark motto of a group called Jane's Revenge. The next day they did post. Uh, they kind of, you know, they like to kind of tell people what they've done, and so it was posted. We did identify them as Jane's Revenge. The police, obviously, Dearborn Heights police were great. They came immediately. The FBI is also kind of getting involved to find out, you know, if this is going deeper. Uh, then we know because we know that other pregnancy centers uh, the same evening there was a small center in uh, Redford a pregnancy resource center that was also um, vandalized and we know that this same group has done things in Nashville Puget Sound just basically trying to get the message out that they think that pro-life is is dangerous to our society it's incredible Janet these centers operating and doing so much for so many women and families and under so much threat, physical threat now, in addition to all of the, the bad publicity that they've received over the years. So I'm really encouraging people to, to do some homework and know where your Pregnancy Resource Center is and support them. Well, you know what they could do, Teresa? They can go to preg- PregnancyCenters.org, PregnancyCenters.org. There's a search engine there. Just put in your zip code, and it will show you where the nearest pregnancy center is to where you live. And like you're saying, Teresa, go there. Thank them encourage them, and maybe you might even volunteer and help them or donate to them. The pregnancy centers need our support right now more than ever before because of these attacks. I mean, just to tell them, uh, you know, you're not safe, that's a threat. That's a threat to their very lives. And imagine how those employees feel, you know, that work for the pregnancies that are going to work every day, looking behind their shoulder, making sure no one's going to attack them. And also, how now do the mothers feel who's coming for the services with this kind of an atmosphere. It's despicable. And in fact, Teresa, uh, one of the pregnancy centers that was attacked is Heartbeat of Miami. And they service a poor 
neighborhood of black and Hispanic people. And this is the, the, what they did. They attacked one of those pregnancy centers that, that's serving the poor of the poor. And it, it's despicable. It really is. So, again, brothers and sisters, go to PregnancyCenters.org and, and see where they are. Go to your pregnancy center and, uh, and help them out because uh, we've, we've got to take a stance, you know. We really do. Yeah. And I think it's because they know what we're doing and they know how we're helping and they don't want that information out there because they, they want women, even if they can't get an abortion in a particular state, to go across state lines and take the abortion pill to continue to feed the industry. Oops, Janet, you're there? There we go. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm here. Now, um, okay. I, I was saying this, Teresa, too. In, in the states where they have now banned abortion, where they're Planned Parenthood, why are they whining that they're going to close their clinics when they claim that abortion is a small fraction of the... I just business. said that at the bottom of the hour. Well, wait a minute. I mean, if you offer so many services, <laughs> why are you shutting your doors? Right. You know? Oh, oh those... Wait, wait. There's not one mammogram machine in any Planned Parenthood, and yet they put that list that is one of the services they provide. And you know what they do? They give a referral slip. Mm-hmm. You know, are you doing tests for STDs and anything else in there? No. They're selling abortion, period, amen. That's it. That's why they're closing. Not because of all the other women's reproductive health they're providing. It's it's such it's so oh, infuriating for you. It really is. And for them to they're someone sent me one of their fundraising letters. Okay, Planned Parenthood, and they're raising money now to set up mobile abortion clinics, like these things on wheels. You know, like the pregnancy centers have the the things to give the ultrasound on wheels. You know, the, the, those nice. Uh, you know, RV-looking buses. Well, now they're doing the same thing, only they're going to be abortion clinics, and they're going to line them on the borders of states that are abortion-free. Imagine. What is it? What is it with these people and this dedication to abortion all the time, 24-7? It's just, I don't know, it's just so... Dominic and I were talking about this at dinner last night. What is it with their obsession with this? It's like it's like a, a sacrament or... It's just awful. Just God help us. Uh, well, Janet, thanks for and all you, know, you do. And I, I'll go real okay. quickly because we're out of time. Just I wanted to let people know about Just Ask Janet and the series of videos you've done with Father Frank. Uh, really, really good stuff and yeah. very informative shows. Where do we find those? Yeah, just go to SupremeCourtVictory.com. SupremeCourtVictory.com. There's a five-part series Father Frank and I did uh, explaining the Dobbs case. And just Father just put, I think he posted, yes, last night, <laughs> 17 points quick little bullets about the case that you could just know what the case is saying. 17 quick, quick, quick things you can read. But I would watch the whole five-part series uh, because he, he really unpacked the decision so you can really understand what the justices said in that decision. It's beautiful, the decision. SupremeCourtVictory.com. Got it. SupremeCourtVictory.com. Janet Marana, and we'll be right back to let you know it's coming up on a Monday morning. Stay tuned. This program is brought to you by the following nonprofit underwriter. CMF Juro is the Catholic health care option you've been searching for. From concierge service to ethical consultations to partnerships with one of the nation's largest health care sharing ministries, CMF Juro offers a pro-life Catholic approach to your overall health and well-being. Find out today if CMF Juro is right for you. Call 833-GET-CURO. That's 833-G-E-T-C-U-R-O. Or visit MyCatholicHealthCare.com. Have you heard the latest and greatest travel news? One more reason to join us on our premier Tease Italy pilgrimage, La Dolce Fide, or the Sweetness of Faith, this November 6th to the 14th. 
Hi, it's Teresa Tamio, and yes, it's an unbelievable price, some $3,600 for a seven-night land package, including Assisi, Orvieto, Rome, and much more. But now, and here's the latest and greatest news, no reason to worry about having to test to come back home. All testing requirements dropped. No vaccination, no testing, and a credible opportunity to visit tombs of the great saints such as Francis, Claire, Blessed Carlos Acutes, and so much more, except those tests. So call Corporate Travel now, 800-727-1999, or visit us online, AveMariaRadio.net, on our travel page. Call now. The trip is filling up, 1-800-727-1999. Hope to see you in Bella Italia in November. People ask how they can care for older family members who can't fully care for themselves. One answer is Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Visiting Angels assists adults nationwide with 600 locations to continue living at home and not have to move into a nursing home. Their caregivers provide assistance in hygiene, meals, and lighthouse work. Services are provided up to 24 hours per day, and you can select your caregiver before service begins. More information, including franchise opportunities, is on the web at visitingangels.com. Thanks so much for listening to Catholic Connection on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Remember, we need to be informed. Check out all the great resources that Janet mentioned that I mentioned earlier EWTN.com, AveMariaRadio.net. I've got that long resource list for pro life sources on my website teresatamio.com slash resources. You can share that list very easily with anyone who says, oh, you pro-lifers don't do anything for women and children. Really? Take a look. Talk to you on Monday. Ciao, ciao. You've been listening to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. Catholic Connection is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Andrew Kruchek. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net. That's A-V-E-MariaRadio.net. Thanks for listening and join us next time for another edition of Catholic Connection. A beacon of truth in a troubled world. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Hi, this is Dave Palmer with a reminder to download the Guadalupe Radio Network app on your smartphone. It's very simple to do, and once you have the app on your phone, you can listen to a crystal clear signal of this station, KTH 910 AM, 24 hours a day, anywhere you are. If you have any questions about our app or need help setting it up on your phone, contact me through email, davepalmer at grnonline.com. This is Tony Beshera. My wife Chris and I own Babbage and Associates. We are the oldest placement and recruitment firm in the state of Texas and proud sponsors of the Guadalupe Radio Network. We're also members of St. Thomas Aquinas in Dallas. Babbage and Associates offers candidates insights into the current job market and provides professional candidates we have interviewed on a face-to-face basis to our employers. Our number to call is 214-823-9999 or you can find us on the web at Babbage, B-A-B-I-C-H dot com. Blessed be God, 
Blessed be his holy name. Blessed be Jesus Christ, true God and true man. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Blessed be his most sacred heart. Blessed be his most precious blood. Blessed be Jesus in the most holy sacrament of the altar. Blessed be the Holy Spirit of Paraclete. Blessed be the Great Mother of God, Mary Most Holy. Blessed be her holy and immaculate conception. Blessed be her glorious assumption. Blessed be the name of Mary, Virgin and Mother. Blessed be Saint Joseph, her most chaste spouse. Blessed be God in his angels and in his saints. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Catholic Radio for your soul in North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone.